look. I'm Starsky. He's such. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome back to I Used to Watch This. I am Mike Forgetto. I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Fantastic. How are you doing today? All right. Good, 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 good. So uh, <laughs> I'm already laughing. <laughs> <laughs> we're, so first of all, we're back after a little bit of a break, right? Because we yeah. both had some travel, some travel uh, going on, and now we're finally back in the saddle. Yes. Um, but yeah, what's got you laughing today, Mike? <laughs> so I had actually kind of worried about this. So uh, yeah, excited. We're all back. We're getting ready to sit down. And I thought of something. I'm like, so Mike. <laughs> you watched the episode about Starsky or Hutch getting hooked on heroin, right? And he's like, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, you're joking, right? And he says, no, I did not. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, let's see. Did you happen like, to I watch watched, one? I, I watched the one you told me to watch. Uh, yeah. So we're watching. I said to watch. We're going to watch The Fix because I looked it up. It sounded interesting. Hutch is dating some girls, connected some mob guy, and to get him back, he decides to get him hooked on heroin or some weird thing. I'm like, this sounds weird. I'm like, let's watch this episode. So we both found it online. And as anyone who tries to show, find shows online knows, that sometimes things aren't exactly what they should be. Things aren't accurate. Yes. And the thing is, we did not talk about the details of the show. We right. Only, no, 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 no. I just said this <laughs> one sounded interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. The name and the episode number. Right. Exactly. And so we both – I started watching the same one. So I started watching this one, and I'm like, this doesn't sound anything like the description I saw. I'm like, this isn't right. So I went looking around, and I found it on iTunes. I said, hey, Mike, I just watched it on iTunes. He's like, okay, maybe I will too. But, you know – whatever it's <laughs> time passed and i forgot all about that well no no but i didn't but i never <laughs> said don't watch this one you find online because it is the wrong episode i, I should have probably said that because that would have made sense because <laughs> i never told mike what the episode was about <laughs> so mike watched so that other one so we have so we're watched, landed yeah yeah we've got two different episodes today yes so we're going to try to do this anyway so we are going to talk to each other about the episodes we watched and hopefully that'll be fun for you guys. Maybe it won't be. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah. So, whoops. <laughs> this is a, a true test of our podcast abilities, right here. Yeah. The good thing is, is I at least had seen the first maybe five or six, maybe ten minutes of the one Mike did. So we got that going for us. <laughs> right. Right. So, so we figured out. Yeah. We let's just out, see what happens. Yeah. So this is what I watched. Um, the episode called "The Fix," which in real the real world was episode or season one, episode five. Then Mike ended up watching "Pariah," which is really episode seven. Um, but season on one, certain right. websites that we will remain nameless. Uh, it was labeled as episode five, <laughs> right? And, then, and, and it's not the. Yeah, it's not the first time that right. that particular website has listed the wrong season. 
or the wrong episode number. Right. Or had uh, stuff as mirror images and backwards right, and everything right. else. So whatever. So I'm just going to say from this point on, when available, I'm going with iTunes or Amazon Video. Yeah. But whatever. Sometimes things just aren't available. Right. So how do you want to so start the, this one? So let's just start. Let's start with the titles, right? Because The yes. Fix. Yes. Um, pretty clear. I mean... I, had I thought about it, I would have seen that it really had no relevance to the episode that I watched. Um, and my episode, The Pariah, um, I confessed to Mike I had never heard that term. <laughs> and so I actually, I just Googled it, and Urban Dictionary, it says dirtball, <laughs> the, lowest, <laughs> the lowest of the low. That's awesome. Dirty to the point of being sexy. Which I don't know about. That's like the second definition. But. Yeah, that that that's pushing a little. Yeah, so that gives you some some insight into to the episode I watched. Um, so let's go. Mike, why don't you, why don't you tell us how how the fix started out? All right. So first of all, I gotta say because I don't know if it was the same. I can't remember when we watched the pilot. Now I know it wasn't that long ago. But the intro is like ninety percent of the pilot. Remember, <laughs> like it's like, yes, it's like all the scenes except for they have the new captain in, so they gotta you know cut him in for a newer episode. Right. And uh, I will say it, it's pretty cool how it ends with Starsky jumping out of some car and it just blows up. <laughs> I don't know what that's yeah. all about. Yeah, yeah, that was a cool scene. I had the same intro. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I gotta admit, it, it was like you said ninety percent the plot, the pilot, and then. Uh, very cool explosion. Yeah, and, you know, and I will. <coughs> excuse me. I will say that the music's kind of weird for the show, but it's right for the era, probably. Yeah, I mean, it's um, the seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so my show, uh, my episode, um, it. Uh, I'm trying to remember where it starts out. <laughs> <laughs> Get confused. No, but it basically, um, Starsky and Hutch are walking in. They got some like banker dude or whatever they're bringing in, and. Um, you know, Starsky wants a candy bar, so he gives it to him, and you know they make fun of Starsky wanting junk food, and Hutch won't eat it or whatever. He's like, "Come on, you know, whatever." And um, my first thoughts were—I had a couple thoughts though. One, he was not wearing the sweater. Was he wearing the sweater in yours? Because I missed the sweater. No. And the other one is: <laughs> Was Paul Michael Paul Michael Glazer the Oscar Mayer baloney kid? Because <laughs> he kind of looks like him. Oh, I, I know it's not because they're, <laughs> but it was like from the same era. And he would have had. I don't him. remember that. I, don't, I mean, I, I remember it, but I don't remember enough to, to do the compare. <laughs> yeah, um, and basically that's, that's and and then what happens is they go to book this guy, and the captain comes, and Hutch is like on the phone, like kind of hiding and you know talking to some girl or whatever, and she's all freaked out. But and uh, you know. Starsky's like, ah, oh, Hutch is in love, Captain. Leave him alone, because he filled out a report wrong or whatever. And um, you know, we just see him talking to some girl secretive. She's like, well, I thought you were gonna come over. He's like, I'll be over there in a couple hours or I'll be over there soon. You know, whatever. I just gotta run home. You know, we're done here. So, and then he goes to his house, and some guys are waiting for him and jump him and take him away. That's kind of how that all starts. And also, and you probably saw this too because I know your episode started in at the house too one he's along is he along a canal or what's behind his house there right because <laughs> it's like right there and I don't know. I don't know. 
And I've seen that. What is with his plant life in his house? Because that yeah, is out of control. I, I'm like the guy. It's like a what do you call those? Like a geranium or something. <laughs> it's like it was just all plants. But that was his everywhere. house. It was yeah a ter- uh, terrarium. Yeah, yeah. But oh, it was okay. what, what, the, what the hell is a geranium? It's a plant. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one plant. Uh, but <laughs> right. it was not well, that. Yeah, it's just like it's like he's in a jungle. It's like you need a, like a machete to get out of the bathroom and to get to the rest yeah. of the house. So that's kind of how my my show episode started. What happened in yours in the beginning? So you know, it's sort Which of I similar. Didn't see the same, yeah, yeah. It starts out at at Hutch's place, and um, it reminded me a bit about the movie. I don't know if you saw the movie Starsky and Hutch with with uh, Ben Stiller a long time ago. Yeah. So it was like there was this. Apparently, it was like the morning after a wild party at Hutch's house, and there was some girl like still still there, and the, I don't know, like Hutch was like kissing her goodbye. She was a flight attendant, and then she made some comment to to Starsky, like, "Hey, you know, it's not like all the all the girls say." Um, Starsky is, you know, I don't know, is like hot or whatever. And he's like, wait a minute, I'm Starsky. So she's like, oh. So basically, like somehow insults him, yeah. and then and then leaves. Um, and then you know, Hutch again, you know, all into the health kind of stuff. He's got some like protein shake he's drinking or whatever. And um, Starsky goes over, and you know, like because the girl basically said, you know, that probably that Hutch is better in bed than Starsky. Uh, he takes yeah. the, he, he takes the drink and like pounds it. And um, then the girl comes back in and she's like, oh, did I say it right? You know, so it was, it was really just a ploy. <laughs> Which and, I and, found was funny. And I did see that part because that was a play on the whole I'm Starsky, he's Hutch thing like they did in the yeah, pilot. Yeah. And it must be a thing that they did all through the episode or show and I never remember actually. Right, right. So I was like – that was actually genius the way they pulled it off. I mean, I didn't do it justice. Yeah. And I'm not saying like the acting was like Academy Award winning or anything, but it was no. just funny. It was yeah. just funny the way they pulled it off. Yeah. Um, but then, um, yeah, so, you know, they get obviously Starsky was previously, he was eating pizza. So that was like a big, you know, big change. Right. For and him, yeah. And Hutch was giving him crap for eating pizza for breakfast and like, no, right. that is fine. That is, <laughs> there's, there's nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with, with pizza for but breakfast. But then again, like Hutch had his shirt off, and <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have wanted to stand next to him shirtless. I'll just say that much. Well, um, I will say there's a there's a scene in the episode that I watched with Starsky, and I, I took a I took an image. I was going to post it. I think I was going to post it <laughs> post it with this episode. I, mean, I don't know what I'll do now. But um, and he's got his shirt. Like a, a like a jean jacket or something, and, a, and like a button down shirt, and it is buttoned down so far to the point of like, why even button it? And oh yeah, he looked pretty good too. I'll say he was like that in this episode too. I mean, it was, oh, was unbuttoned. Okay. It was unbuttoned at least halfway. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but no Which, chain, no necklace or anything, right? I didn't see no, that. No, no, just just Which? pure man chest. You know, right. <laughs> man chest. <laughs> Um, I think that was a seventies thing. I don't know. I was no, kind of young. Was, yeah. But yeah. Um but then like the real opening here is that they they pull up to this liquor store and there's a cop cop car out in front already. Um so obviously they're responding to a call and as they pull up, um it, it seemed like the cop was standing in front of the car and just got 
shot dropped to the ground. Yeah, it looked um, like he died. I saw that part too. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, I'm like, damn. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> so then, you know, Hutch rolls out of the car with a shotgun and, uh, you know, they're in the, uh, you know, the red car with the stripe or whatever. And, um, you know, he, he drops to the ground with a shotgun and then Starsky comes out with a pistol and he just starts firing blindly into the, into the, uh, the store, the liquor store that's being robbed. And, you know, Hutch, he pulls this cop's body out of the line of fire and, um, starts taking some shotgun blasts into the store. Now, granted, there's, you can't really see into the store. So they're just shooting blindly into the store. <laughs> and there's a couple guys in there with uh, ski masks on. And it was like the typical 70s, uh, just like liquor store robbery scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like standard masks, robbing a liquor store, and lots of gunfire. Um, and then, the you know, the guys you know, take off through the back door and, Starsky runs after them, and, you know, they're pretty far ahead of him, but he, he yells, like, you know, hey, please freeze. Fires a warning shot, and, the, you know, the guy closest to him kind of spins around and does this, like, dramatic, uh, like, he turns, he stops, and then he raises his hands in the air with his gun. Like, he's going to take a moment to make sure he gets his aim proper and, like, lowers the gun. It's like... I mean, it took a matter of like two seconds, but it seemed like a production. And then uh, Starsky popped him, and that was that was that was the opener. Um, then someone, you know, we you know we need an ambulance. They pull the mask off, and it turns out it's a kid. And then, so the cop that pulls the the mask off the kid says to, to Starsky, like, I mean, regardless of the fact that the kid was about to kill him. The cop's like, you shot a kid, you know? Like, <laughs> like he's supposed to know that, I know. Yeah, right? And in the light um, of things going on now, it's actually kind of interesting that this episode is like... Yeah, I know, right? You know... Relevant. Relevant, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then there's some guy in the background yelling, you know, hey, he was surrendering, you know? like Right, because he had, they probably just saw his hands up in the air or whatever. Right, yeah, because it was that whole dramatic scene, but... yeah. And the and the other guy got away, um, and then yeah, that that that's how it started. So it started out pretty dark, you know. Yeah, and I think that's about as much as I saw because at that point I'm like, well, obviously this is the main story, <laughs> so this is gonna have nothing to do with Hutch getting hooked on heroin, <laughs> right? Right. Unless he just gets yes. messed up by it and he wants to get. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So, <coughs> excuse me. Sorry. And so then my episode, then we go from that point to they have um, Hutch tied up and then they're beating the shit out of him. They're trying to find out where this girl is that we saw talk, you know, he's talked to earlier. That she was all scared. And um, they uh, <laughs> at one point, same kind of thing you're talking about. He's like, where is she, where is she, Hutch? Where is she? He's like, I'm Starsky. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> And he's like, basically, and, you know, they just fucking pop him in the face again. <laughs> and uh, this is when Robert Loggia walks in, and he's the bad guy. He's, of course, the the mob guy. And now, nowhere do they really explain how they got together and why this guy's a mob guy or anything like that, whatever. But, you know, some of the, one of the guys, one of his thugs, is like, hey, 
you can get any dame you want. Forget it. Who cares about this one? He's like, no, she belongs to me. So <laughs> she's my dame. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so <laughs> his plan is, and he pulls out this thing of drugs. He's like, hey, we're going to, his plan is to get him to talk. Because he's, oh, yeah, the, the thug goes, this guy's never going to talk. You know, he's never going to say where she is. He's like, oh, yeah, he will. And he pulls out this, th- like, drug kit, you know, and uh, he's like, what, are you going you gonna to OD him? He's like, why are you so stupid? <laughs> no, I'm going to get him. Huh. I'm going to get him strung out. And I'm like, wow, how long do you got to do that to get him strung out on it? Right. Um, but I got a little clip of it here. I got to hold on. We juice him. That's a dramatic music for the drugs to be. That's the juicing sound. Monk, how come you're always wrong? We don't overdose him. We string him out. We get him hung up on horse. Pretty soon he's going to beg us to tell us where she is. We're going to get him hung up on horse. (laughs) That's right. Which I never knew that was a term for heroin. And again, with all the... Stuff going on now, another episode that is still relevant, right? Now, obviously, this right. is a little bit different, you know, but um, it just seems like a, an odd choice that they're trying to get him to talk so much. We're just going to give him a lot of drugs. Yeah. Like, they're, it's no, actually not a bad idea. No like, truth serum stuff, but just get I don't him strung know. out in heroin. But again, I don't know how long it, like, I don't know, how, it only this episode, he's disappears for like three or four days or something like that because he had like like days off. And uh, well, <laughs> he had he, days off of work. He took some. Well, time no, off. no, yeah, he had like you know four days. Off. I don't know what it was, and he just didn't show up. And uh, and that was the thing. Like in the, uh, the captain's office, the guy's like, you know, the captain's like, "Where is he? Where's your partner?" He's like, "Guy, he's in love. He'll be here. Don't worry about it." Like, he's got a job to do. He can't just yeah, right. Disappear. He's a cop, and he's missing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, but anyway, I just didn't know how, you know, I don't know anything about heroin, but I didn't know. I thought it would take a little longer to get that hooked on. I know it's a yeah, pretty addictive drug. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. But anyway, so that was their whole plan is to get him hooked on heroin, get him strung out. So he's begging for it. So that is how they get the information from him. Not, not, not a bad scheme if that's how, if that's how heroin works. I, um, I guess it's, yeah. Seems extreme. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, you have a cop that won't talk, and it, it is his dame. So, right, uh, you know, he he wants that that back. Yeah. So, okay, so that was what happened. Uh, what happened then with yours then after that? Okay. Yeah. So I forgot to mention that when the kid got killed, suddenly his mom showed up behind the liquor store and and saw his body laying there along with a crowd of people. I'm not sure what his mom was doing there. Um, just seemed coincidental. I don't know. But anyway. Um, so they go back to the station, and Starsky's pretty much getting his ass handed to him. Um, you know, there's, like, some prosecutor in there, like, interrogating him. Like, did you have to shoot him? Did you have to kill him? You know, it was like, well, yeah, he was going to shoot me, so I shot him. <laughs> and um, That's not know, funny. But... So they're like, you know what we need to do is release this to the press. And, you know, Hutch is like, Dude, you're just throwing him to the wolves. You're just going to. You know, you're not even defending him. You're just going to throw this out there and, and let him take all the heat. And um, suddenly, they're in court, and um, they jump pretty quickly. And there's a TV camera in there, so this whole thing is televised. 
and um, you know they're like, well, you know, I I don't know how this came up in court, but it says the other kid was a white boy. Um, I guess that's what the prosecutor told told Starsky. Oh, um, and then and then they said this isn't this isn't a trial; it's a corner coroner's inquest. Uh, in, yeah, right, inquest. Which I. I hadn't heard of that either. I'm not familiar with that. I've watched a lot of Quincy, so I knew ah, I know all about a coroner inquests. Okay. <laughs> Basically, I guess it's when the coroner goes in and says, "This is what I found in the body. This is why I think this is how this person died, or something like that." Yeah. Okay. So they don't call witnesses. Like no. They do on exactly. Yeah. It's okay. just for them to lay out the facts, I guess, of that okay. particular part of it. You know. I, and I yeah. guess when it's you know something like this, or when like when there's a. Um, they're not exactly sure how they died. Is my guess. Yeah. So they they gave some some had a couple of witnesses. They had the guy. Well, they had a woman, and she said, "Yeah, you know, the cop did say, you know, freeze, police." Um, and then the guy that originally said, "Hey, he was surrendering," he's like, "Well, no, he wasn't really surrendering. He was probably going to shoot that cop." And so it all kind of you know changed and. Um, so Starsky, you know, was off the hook, but in the meantime, some like scrubby old white dude watching this on TV, uh, called the police station and he, he just went on a rant. Like, if you let Starsky off, you know, I'm going to start killing cops and it's going to be ugly. And so then they go back and the judge is like, okay, um, you know, it really seems kind of justified based on everything we've heard. So, um, you know. There you have it. And then it switches to the old guy. You see him. He's not really old. Well, who's probably, he talking to? Is he? he called, well, he called the police station. Oh, he okay. Yeah. He and didn't then, call the judge uh, directly? No, <laughs> he didn't. No, it was like during during the, the trial. He sees that like, and, and, I'm calling that judge up. And you see like the pick up a well, phone and, behind the desk. Hello? Yeah, You're going to start shooting the cop, cops? <laughs> the, the cop was even like, he's like, sir, the you know, this is going, this is happening right now. We don't even know how it's going to turn out. You know, it's like, yeah. He's like, all right, well, I'm going to shoot some cops. So yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not even watching the TV, uh, yeah, sir. So I yeah. don't know what's happening. So it's over. Are you sure you're not he, watching People's Court? <laughs> <laughs> right. And he, he just starts loading a gun right at that point. So he's ready to go. Um, so that was like, you know, a good breaking point for, for that message they were trying to convey here that we have a psychopath on the loose. Now. Yeah. Cut to commercial. Right. Exactly. Do you use palm olive? Um, anything, anything, uh, <laughs> so yeah, similar so, happened so in my, your world. Yeah. Yeah. So in my world, <laughs> so start, Starsky's, you know, concerned. He goes looking for him or whatever, and he can't find him. And he, this is where he goes to huggy bears. He's like, have you seen him? And this is where he's wearing the shirt wide open. And he's like, no, but Huggy tells him a story about them leaving some other time with some other dame. She looks scared. And um, but it was a couple of weeks ago. So maybe it was the same girl. I don't know. I didn't really get a good feel for that. It's because she said she was scared. So maybe that's was maybe they saw somebody they knew and they booked out of there. Um, but he goes back to his house, Hutch's house, and he finds his coat laying in the bed. And he's looking around. And he finds his gun like hanging in the closet. And so that makes it, you know, get a little nervous. So yeah, he goes right. to the captain and says, hey, he's gone because he doesn't go anywhere without his gun. He wouldn't visit his mother without his gun. He's like, so what do you want to do, missing persons? You know, he's like, no, missing 
cop, you know, the, the, and, uh, that's more serious. Missing partner. So they put out an APB basically on him to be on the lookout for him. And they cut to him and, um, he's pretty fucking strung out already. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) I mean, he's like, little help, little help, can I have a little, and he's, and David Soul is really, putting the work on this episode um i'm not saying he's doing bad i don't mean that i just mean he, this was his, this was his moment this was his you know emmy performance right here i think he was going for um yeah. he was he was pretty messed up and um there's i got a little clip of him talking here hold on hey cop what's your name give me some help some help <laughs> what's your name what's your name Listen to that music. That's fantastic, yeah. huh? What a little change in body chemistry can do. Get out of here. Get out of here. Leave me alone. Sure, baby. We'll get out of here. <laughs> so, sure, baby. Sure, baby. It kind of sounds like Telly Savalas. Hey, who loves you, baby? Um. <laughs> But uh, he uh, eventually does give up the beach where she's staying, Sea View Point or whatever, and um, you know then they leave him there basically, just tied up to the bed. Uh, they they do leave, uh, I think, one guy behind to keep an eye on him, make sure. Oh, actually, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Shoot him up a little bit. Yeah, no, the the guys do end up taking him out of there in a little bit, but right now they just kind of cut to Starsky driving around and goes up to this guy in the street. His name is Mickey, you know, rat, little rat on the street guy. And uh, it turns out he's, uh, he <laughs> um, wait, what was his name in real life? Uh, Gino Conforte um, is Mickey. But he was in, uh, he, <laughs> do you remember Three's Company? Uh, remember when he had his own restaurant and he had the guy Felipe that was the cook? That was him. <laughs> Oh, yes, I do remember. I, I do remember that. Jackson. You do remember Felipe? Felipe. Yeah, yep. yeah. Anyway, so he's like, "No, I haven't heard nothing." I'd tell you, you know. He's and then basically he's bribing him with beers, like giving him money for beers. Like, no, but I'll listen, man. If I hear anything, I'll let you know. He's like, I wouldn't hold out on you, you know that. And um, you know what he should have done? What's that? Strung him out on heroin. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm gonna get you out of heroin. I'm gonna get <laughs> yeah, some out of the. The the lockup here and uh, (laughs) all right. So then, uh, basically, from there we cut to her. She's still waiting for. (laughs) She's like in lingerie, like sleeping on a couch, and um, which kind of looks like the puffy shirt from Seinfeld. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I don't. And then that point, what what happens? I think this is where they find her. Um. Yeah, they they do find her there, and they took her, him with for whatever reason. It seems. Oh no, she takes. They take him back to her, or take her what? back to him, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. So they, they find her. her they at find the house, her, and they take her back to where Hutch is tied up. So I he, don't understand. He tells why. them where she is. Yeah, they get her and bring her and back. Bring to her him. over there. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. It Interesting. Make any sense. No, no, that's that's confusing. And then um, Robert Loggia leaves with the girl, 
He's like, we're going to get out of town for a few days. And uh, they leave. That's when they leave the other guys basically to take care of Hutch. And I don't mean take care as in nurse him back to health. Right. Right. <laughs> um, anyway. And then, okay, go ahead. What happens? In okay. Your so similar transition here, though. It's the Huggy Bear uh, transition. So, um, you know, right after the intro, just like in your case, they go to see Huggy Bear. And um, they show him a photo of the white kid that, that was involved in the, the liquor store robbery. And he's like, yeah, you know, I don't know him, but, you know, I'll show this around. Problem is, all you white folk look alike, which was supposed to be funny. And then <laughs> uh, then, then at, at this point, they go. Starsky goes to the house of the mourning mother of this poor kid that got shot. Well, I mean, I say poor kid. He was going to kill a cop. But uh, so the 16-year-old kid goes to see the mother and then I'm like, at this point, this is such a depressing episode. It was just the music was yeah. depressing. The whole mood of this whole episode was depressing. I think every episode of this show was depressing in a way. And they tried to always lighten them up by having them do, you know, jokey things. Yeah. Because this was a dark show. I mean, it was. I mean, overall. dark topics, right? I mean. Yeah. I mean. I mean, we, I mean technically, we watched two randomly different shows. And you're right. They're, they're, they're <laughs> both just dark and the uh, pr- the the pilot was too but yeah 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 um so you know, showing the, the gritty streets again the gritty yeah. streets of los angeles right so he goes to this house you know the mother's there mourning the friends and family are all there first of all i was thinking you know in reality they would kill this guy if he showed up you know they just shot their boy you know yeah i mean i would be pretty pissed um but you know the mother basically you know pretty much Kid was a good kid up until about a year prior, and then she's like, she's like, I know, you know, I love my son, but I know who my son was, and you know, Sarsky says, look, I, I want to find this other guy who you know put the gun in his hand, um, but I need your help. So he shows the picture, and you know, she says, okay, you know, here's a list of places where this guy hangs out, and then. So wait, they, was this one of the other guys that was there robbing the? Yeah, yeah, this was the other guy. This was the other guy. Okay, gotcha. Um, So he figures that this guy got this kid wrapped up in this shit, and he wants to find him. Right, because the kid was 16. The guy he had the picture of was, like, 22 or something like that. Oh, okay, gotcha. So he ends up, you know, leaving, shaking the hand of the the mother, and, uh, you know, they've made peace with one another and go about their day. It was still very, very depressing. And then the whole time, Hutch is waiting at the car. I'm thinking... (laughs) <laughs> like, wow, man. He's like, I'm not going in there. <laughs> right. I am not taking part in this. They're going to kill you. I am not you, going but... to get hit by a frying pan. Yeah, you exactly. can get hit by the frying pan. Um, and then, yeah, so they, I, I, so they check in and leave. And then, um, so they have this list to, you know, places to go around and check. Um, meanwhile, the crazy guy, um, he ends up like sniping a cop. He calls in like a fake, you know, something happening at this warehouse. And they go check it out. There's nothing going on. So when they come out, he's like at the top of the building across the street. He just takes this guy down. And then he leaves a note. (laughs) He leaves the gun and a note. He's like Starsky number one. Um, He just leaves it laying on the rooftop of the building. And then 
Just uh, for someone to, that like they're gonna find it. Yeah, like you know the cops will come, they'll find that, and then you know he he call, uh, calls back the police station to taunt them some more. So his his deal now is he wants Starsky to resign. Um, he's like he's a piece of shit. He needs to resign, <laughs> and until he does, I'm gonna keep killing cops. Um, so Starsky's like, all right, you know what else can I do? I gotta resign. And the chief's like, no, you're not doing that. Um, I don't care if a hundred cops get killed. You're yeah, not right. resigning. <laughs> they could wipe out the whole force. <laughs> but he's like, no, you you're know, we're too not good of a cop. We're not. These other guys, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Um, At least say he's resigning. <laughs> yeah. Right. At least. Yeah. Like he's like, I want to see it in the paper. Um, <laughs> it wouldn't be that hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they could have they could have done that just to slow the guy down, right? But no. Look, I saw in Lethal Weapon where they pretended that uh, yeah, pretended uh, Riggs what's was his dead. name was dead. Riggs yeah. was dead. Yeah. So come on. Right. I almost said Murtaugh, but it's the wrong one. Yeah, anyway, that would, that'd be wrong. Um, that you know, as, as long as you brought that up, that is my favorite movie of all time. Lethal Weapon, the first yeah. one. Yes. Yeah, I've probably watched it like a hundred times. <laughs> um, and I try to push it on other people too. So if you haven't watched it, you should watch it. If you have, you should watch it again. But, um, so then they're like, "All right, this guy, you know, he's got to be. He's got. He he knew the kid, obviously. Um, so maybe he knew the, you know, the other guy. Um, so they're just trying to piece things together. Uh, but at, at this point, at this point, they have nothing. So um, that was, yeah, that's about that's about it. Another another transition point. Another cut. Right. All right. So then in mine, at this point, so they're getting ready to take Hutch out of the house. And uh, one of the thugs, Monk, isn't very happy about this. And the other guy, one of the other guys like, hey, what's the big deal? It's not like we, uh, you know, don't kill people all the time. <laughs> and uh, and uh, actually, I got a little clip. It's kind of funny. No, he ain't even going to know what hit him, even when he hits the water. Get in. What's the matter, Monk? It ain't like we never iced nobody before. We never killed a cop. Get in. It's just like... The guys are, like, so stereotypical. Like, hey, it's not like we had never asked nobody before, boss. Yeah, I was going to say, even that their accents are, they sound like criminals. <laughs> I know, exactly. Um, but anyway, so they're driving around. And, um, you know, they're kind of talking and not really paying attention because he's kind of, you know, kind of all over the place. And he, one of the guys says something. I can't remember what, but it kind of grabs his attention that he realizes he's going to be tossed in the ocean. And he rolls over like he's fallen down in the seat because, again, they're in, like, a giant Ford. So, you know, it's, like, enough for seven people in the back. Plenty of room back there. Yeah, so he does that, and then he kicks the other guy in the head, and he, like, opens the door and runs out. And as he's running down the street, two cops see him. They're like, hey, that's the cop we're looking for. (laughs) And uh, they go chasing him down, and they call it in saying, hey, you know, we found Hutch. He's here. You know, and you see Starsky, like, peeling out, you know, in the middle of the road, you know, doing a donut to turn back around. And he uh, he's there like in a matter of seconds. And the guy's already found him. They're like, hey, this is him, right? And he's like curled up into a ball. And uh, the guy's like, oh, man, he's strung out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got a little clip of that actually here. Hold on. Thank God. He's a junkie. Starsky gets Shut up. I'll handle it. I gotta make a report. 
He grabs him. No report. <laughs> this didn't happen, Bernie. You understand? This didn't happen. I'll take responsibility. So basically, he's like, all right. I can't take him in like this because he's a basket case. Yeah, right. And, uh, you know, I, what's he going to say? You know, he knows something's up. He knows, obviously, this, you know. Yeah. Especially being the, as you said in your episode, the guy who treats his body like a temple. There's no way he's going to be throwing drugs into it. Right, right. So he takes him to Huggy Bear's. And now Huggy Bear, I guess, owns a restaurant or a bar or something. Yeah. And, you know, right? that's funny. I, I, yeah. I had the same point. Yeah. Yeah, and I I didn't realize that I don't you know I didn't remember that that he has like a legit business. Yeah, I, mean, I know he used to be a bad guy, but I guess he's got a legit. But anyway, he's got like an apartment above it, so they have him there, and um, they basically are going to bring him up there just to try to you know have him come down from the drugs and get unhooked. <laughs> from him, basically uh, unhooked. Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's, that's the term, term, right? Yeah, and unhooked um, from the horse. Yeah, he, right. <laughs> Take him off the saddle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but uh, you know, he says something like, "You know, they're gonna know we have him. They're gonna people are gonna come looking for him. They're not, you know, but they know, you know, it's only us that knows where he is. We got to keep him up here." And uh, basically, Huggy Bear's like, all right, dude, it's going to take him like 48 hours to come down from this. He's like, it's like that one SNL episode where, uh, <laughs> where um, what's his name? Shit. Dan Aykroyd was supposed to be like President Ford, and someone calls into a show when he's like high on drugs. He's like, all right, you took this. It's gonna t- this is what I want you to do. He like talks him down. <laughs> Not President Ford. I'm sorry, Carter. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, uh so yeah, so they they basically are like forcing coffee on him. I don't know if that helps. It's not. Oh drunk. yeah, that 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 cures the. But uh, like every, yeah, it takes yeah, it gets rid of the opioids out of your system yes. like coffee. And um, you know, every time they give him something, he's like, like he's gonna puke. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, and basically that's what happens. Then they cut to, um, the mobster's house. He's at a pool. And the girl's in the pool, just kind of like all depressed. But she got, you know, dressed up in a bathing suit, went out to the pool anyway. And, uh, you know, Monk, the guy Monk is talking to him. He's like, again, what? just let it go. Who cares? Well, let the guy go. He's a cop. You got your dame. He's you like, got, nope. You got your dame. He's like, nope. You got to kill him because he's going to, you know, not going to stop or whatever. And then we cut back to Huggy Bear's place, and they're like up playing checkers now, and he's kind of moving. So I guess it's like the next day. Okay, but that shows recovery right there. Yeah, he still wants the stuff. He's not like really out of it yet. And um, but at one point, I forgot why now, but <laughs> he, he Starsky says, "Hey, Huggy, go call the captain." And uh, I'm like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, so you got his number, know, like, right? Well, no, no. He gave him the number, but I'm like, he's just going to call the captain? You know, like, hey, I'm a former criminal, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, But it turns out he wasn't around, and um, so his son said that he was, went out to the show. I don't know, or something like that. And he says, hey, by the way, there's some dude walking around waving 50s asking questions. I got his license plate. And that's why he calls the captain, because he wants him to run the plate. Ah, I got um, But he's gone, yeah. And um, he knows that, the, you know, that these guys are looking for Husk or Hutch or whatever. And um, so they basically try to work out a plan to try to 
figure out who these guys, you know, they want to find this guy is so he can start so he can go get him. Um, but he did in, you know, basically at this point, um, Hutch is a little be able to talk and he's like, I don't know who took me. I don't know their names. He's like getting all pissed off. I don't know. I don't know. He's like, they wanted Genie. And he's like, one name was, you know, Monk. That's all he heard. And, um, and then we can cut from there. That's kind of a good transition point. What all happened right. in yours then? So I was going to ask you about this because I, this is almost like a template. Now I'm seeing a pattern here. Um, oh, yeah. All these so, shows had formulas. So, yeah. yeah. So another a second visit to back to Huggy Bears. And this is where I, where I saw also he's got a restaurant because um, there, there was like a banner on the wall that said like Huggy Bears. And then there was like specials, you know, and it was like whatever. So they go into this place and, you know, he's in there talking to him and he's like, he's like, hey, yeah, you know, we saw that, that white kid that was part of the robbery. He was, uh, you know, at some bar. And he was stealing purses. He'd, he'd wait till these women went into the bathroom and left their purses. You know, he'd sit there eating chocolate until they go in the bathroom. And um, <laughs> then they're like, oh, he was eating chocolate? He must be a junkie. Like, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know Is how that, that all like works. like what you do when you don't get, you don't have the stuff? I guess. You chocolate? It's like, you, you, I don't, I guess so. I don't know. Um, okay. They, maybe if Hutch had known that, it would have made his transition a little easier. Um, but so they're like, all right, so he's a junkie. Um, so he's probably going to come out of hiding so that he can find a dealer um, so he can buy some drugs. So that's how that's how we'll find this guy. Um, so they know this dealer. So they go, they go hunt him down. They bust into his place and he flushes his drugs down the toilet and they rough him up a little bit. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know the guy. He's, uh, you know, you can find he's staying with his girlfriend, you know, at here on Main Street or whatever. So then the next they bust down the door and the guy, the guy's like standing there and, uh, you know, the door kicks in. So he jumps out the window, like literally just jumped through the window. It wasn't open. <laughs> <laughs> he just jumped. And then like this truck pulled in the way. So he, you know, he was able to get away. So they're all pissed off. Um, and I'm thinking like, wait, in both of these cases, there was like no warrant or anything. They just started kicking doors down. Um, but maybe, you know, maybe that's the LA way. I don't know, but I would think that would kind of get you thrown out of court. But, um, so then they're pissed off cause they, you know, they're like, ah, you know, I don't know how we're going to find this guy now. He got away. Um, and then we transition over to the, the killer and he's, you know, he picks up a newspaper on the street and he's looking at, you know, he's like, what? Wait, there's nothing in here about Starsky resigning? <laughs> this is madness. Um, so um, then the, the, this cop shows up. Like, this is moving very quickly at this point. This cop shows up at, like, some mechanic shop. He's like, hey, uh, I got a report that there was a baby found in your bathroom. And the guy's <laughs> like, what? And he's like, yeah, I better go check it out. So he goes in the bathroom and it explodes <laughs> when the cop goes in there. So this is the work That's of the like mad- out of lethal weapon. Almost. Yeah. This is the work of the madman. And, um, it's, you know, so, so wait, so wait, he just set up a random bomb in an auto shop's bathroom. Yes. And called the cops. And called the cops. There's a baby hope in that there. no one went in the bathroom except for the cop. Right. Yeah. I don't know if he's like across the street watching or what. I have no okay. idea. Okay. But it blew up. <laughs> and um, so then Starsky and Hutch are there. You know, the cops are, you know, uniform cops are there. And, you know, 
they're wrapping the body up and the chief's like, all right, take him away. And um, so she's like, here, let me help you carry him. And then one of the cops is like, haven't you done enough? It was like very dramatic. Like, really? You big baby. Yeah. You're not going to do that. Um, <laughs> and then Sarsie's turn the next, he like turns us in his rec- resignation, types it all up. And the chief's like, no, we won't accept it. We're not doing that. We're not giving in to terrorists. Um, and then um, back at the precinct, uh, there's another cop. They're like collecting money for like the guy who just got blown up. They're collecting yeah. money for his wife to help him out. And, you know, yeah, <laughs> the guy that just it, got blown up. And so she's like, hey, you know, how much you got? Let me give you, you know, he goes, they don't need your money. You know, so he starts giving him shit. So, like, so, you know, the cops are, half the cops are against Starsky, the other half are with him, but, you know, they're all giving him a hard time. So he's feeling really bad. And um, then they get a call. Hey, we the white kid is spotted at the market, you know. So they haul ass over to the grocery store, and then they see him. There's like four cops and Starsky and Hutch stroll into the store. Like that's not too obvious, right? And then literally a chase ensues in the produce aisle, and they're, <laughs> they're like running up and down the produce aisle. And throwing apples and oranges <laughs> at each other. Right. And they like they kind of corner the guy then, you know, so he, they, they catch him um, and they bring him back and they start to interrogate him. And they're like, you know, who's this guy that's shooting up all the cops? Because they figure he knows him. Right. And they're like, I don't know. You know, Lonnie was a runner and uh, must have been one of his customers. I don't know what the hell a runner was. They said a numbered <laughs> runner. I don't know what that is. I, I think it's like a bookie. I feel naive. I don't know. Yeah. But he's like, you know how that works. Nobody knows. Nobody knows who they are. Um, That's the whole point of the runner. I'm like, oh, okay. So, yeah, maybe that's what it is. And so this kid, you know, he had, I guess, another gig running numbers. And so nobody knows who this is. So they're like, damn it, we caught this greasy bastard. And, you know, we still don't know who the shooter is. (laughs) Um so then that crazy guy. Then the co- produce aisle blows up. Yeah, right. <laughs> then someone th- jumps out. <laughs> someone jumps out of the uh, pile of lettuce and starts blowing cops away. Yeah, yeah, throwing tomatoes. That'd be awesome. And, yeah, it was, the produce scene was kind of. It was. I was like, oh my gosh, there's a chase in the produce aisle. <laughs> um, so the guy calls. Hey, there's a sale. <laughs> tomatoes. <laughs> the crazy guy calls the cops again. Uh, this time from his house. Um, maybe it was always from his house. Well, they didn't know, know how to rub their, uh, run phone numbers back then. Yeah, so they got like, it's him. You know, so there's cops on like 12 lines. They're all listening. And there's like this uh, tape recorder going that is the size of a mainframe. <laughs> it was huge. <laughs> and it's like recording the call. and The good old reel to reel. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, they're working on tracing this call. And then Starsky loses his temper. He's like, you son of a bitch. You know. Killing cops, I'm going to get you. It's the last thing I need, blah, blah, blah. He's going on and on. They're going back and forth. Five minutes, maybe. And then, you know, the guy hangs up, and and the cop, one cop is like, he wasn't on long enough first to trace the call. I'm like, what? <laughs> he wasn't on long enough for you to trace the call? Look, he needs to be on for 30 minutes. <laughs> this right. is the 70s. I was like, holy <laughs> crap. That's insane. <laughs> Uh, like now you like you miss dial and the FBI's at your door, you know. I mean, it's crazy. Um, 
<laughs> so so yeah, they're unable <laughs> they're unable to trace it. But like during that conversation, he's like, "Next, I'm done killing cops. I'm going to start killing their families." Um, so that that was pretty you know pretty serious. So they start playing back the tape from the gigantic mainframe computer, and as they're listening, Hutch is like, "Wait, you hear that pause? Listen." So they replay it, you know. He said, Lo- he said Lonnie's name, who was like the kid that got shot. He's like, and then he said and. So he must have been, he was going to say somebody else's name. So then they start like working through this process of figuring out whose name he was going to say. Must have been someone who reminded him of Lonnie. Must have been a kid. Must have been a kid that Starsky hurt in some way. Another kid yeah, that Starsky yeah, right? blew away. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> So then they trace it back to some some kid, their very first assignment that Starsky and Hutch were on, and Starsky arrested some 19-year-old kid for something and sent him away to jail. And then he got, like, knifed or something in jail. Okay, as I say, did he get killed in prison or yeah, something? Yeah, so then they figure out, okay, it must be his dad. And then they go they go to the, the house. <laughs> I mean, this is it's all came together pretty, I'm like, yeah, Sherlock Holmes-like. And then... They go to the, the house, and the guy's not there. Uh, but they find they find the bullets that were used to kill one of the cops. And so while they're there, the phone rings, and it was it's the guy. So he was walking home from the grocery store, and he sees, like, the, the car out in front of the house. So he's like, shit, they're at my house. So he goes to a pay phone, and he calls his own house, and he's like, Starsky, I'm still going to kill you, you bastard, you know. So they're going back and forth. And then, um, you know, you, you know what? It's Starsky's like, it's between you and me. You know, I, you still want me? I'll go. No one else. Just me and you. And uh, the guy's like, all right, meet me at the old zoo. <laughs> and so, yeah, so that, that, that's, a good, that's a good breaking point there. So <laughs> I'll turn it over to you, Mike. All right. So for us, we cut to now after uh, that scene, we cut to a nice Italian restaurant. Little music playing in the background, and we have Monk just sitting there by himself at a table, looking like a mobster. I mean, he's got like the three-piece suit on, and like now because his boss is gone, you know, out of town or whatever, he's like now the big guy. So he's like sitting at a table by himself, you know, like in the middle of the restaurant for everyone to look at him. And uh, then one of his uh, the other thugs comes up to him, and. Um, you know, starts giving him some information. And I found this funny to myself <laughs> when I was naming this clip. I called it Scenes from an Italian Restaurant, <laughs> like the song. And I'll get back to that. Well, a big fat zero. And I've been up and down the street twice. And Starsky? Nobody's seen him for more than 24 hours. You can hear him pouring the wine. He was making the streets looking for Hutch. Since then, I tell you, if Starsky found him, he could be anywhere. <laughs> Maybe in a hospital, even a police station. No, no, Starsky'd never let anybody know that his partner's strung out. He's probably helping him kick it someplace. And it's a cinch he knows somebody's looking for Hutch. So I like how, again, like you said, <laughs> he could be anywhere. <laughs> He's got to talk like the typical thug guy or whatever. Um, anyway, 
so oh, then, I, was, I was on mute. Sorry about that. No, no, no. That's fine. So, uh, the, so the second so guy talking though, he had to, he had to go out of his way to put on that like yeah, accent yeah. or whatever. Shit, <laughs> like I gotta say guy. something. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyways, uh, <laughs> but so basically, they come up with a deal. Like they know about that Mickey guy that he talked to earlier. So the plan is, we're gonna tell Mickey that we know something about Hutch, because then Mickey will try to find Starsky. And then we'll be able to get both of them that way, which actually isn't a bad idea. It's actually a, a good plan because they know they call him a stoolie. They, cause, <laughs> stool pigeon. He, he's a stoolie. He's a stoolie. And uh, which, again, a good idea. So and th- then we cut back to uh, Huggy Bear's place and everyone's asleep. <laughs> like Starsky's got like one shoe off for whatever reason, like <laughs> sleepy. <laughs> But he's like in a chair with a towel on him, like <laughs> for a blanket. And Hutch is like sitting up in the bed, but like hunched over, you know. And um, you know, Huggy Bear brings up some food or whatever to them. And uh uh so basically Starsky then calls the captain at home, or I mean at the office to run the plates so they can find out who it is. And he puts them on hold, he's like, Hold on, I'll call down there and run it to him. And because um, uh, he, he basically he wants to go get this guy. He doesn't want anyone else to go do it. He wants to do it himself. And I, I thought it was funny. So, like, you know, the captain comes back and he starts, okay, this is who it is. And it's whatever monk, whatever, you know, so it's the monk guy. And he starts reading off the address. He's like, nine one. And then he stops. He's like, then he goes louder, niner one five. I'm like. <laughs> Did it, I mean you? You were just talking on the phone. I understand using the the number, saying niner and all that kind of stuff, but to make sure he's got it right. But it was almost like the way he like looked. It's like he like like the director was like, no, say it like yeah, this, right. like in the did middle realize, of it. You know like, what I mean? Wait a minute, that's not how I was supposed to read this. Yeah, exactly. Because when they did the alpha, the uh, license plate, they used the well, the police phonetic alphabet, which and you know using the name or words for letters, you know. Yeah. But um, then he just forgot. I don't know. It's funny. And then Hutch seems fine now at this point. He's pretty good. You know, he's up and running. And he's like, you know, said something along the lines of, um, you know, you guys ever hear of a mercy killing? Like, you wish you would have died. Oh, and back to the scenes from an Italian restaurant. By the way, you, you do know that song, right? Billy Joel song? When I, I said. I don't know. I don't know if I do. Yeah, you do. This one. I don't know. Doesn't ring a bell? Yeah, no, yeah, I've heard it. Okay. A bottle of what? Anyway, better not play anymore so we don't get sued. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I just cracked myself up when I titled, called that scenes from an Italian restaurant because I thought it was funny. Anyway, yes, I'm glad you liked um, it. Uh, yeah. So uh, Hutch goes to take a shower and Starsky leaves. He's going to go find this guy. And like he walks out the door and two seconds later the phone rings and it's the captain again. And now all of a sudden he's got a hat on. I don't know. It's like like he's got like a fishing hat on. Like what happened? The captain has and, a hat on? Yeah. And he tells Huggy, he's like, hey, some dude guy named Mickey just called in, said he has info on Hutch. And uh, he's like, I just left. I'll let him know when he comes back. And, you know, he's like, hey, Huggy, thanks, you know, for watching out for my boys or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, was he going to give him like a free parking ticket or something? <laughs> yeah, right. And then you see uh, Starsky go. 
driving around to go find this guy's house and i don't know just it was a weird random like shot of a bum laying in the street i don't know why they had to do that um then hutch comes out of the shower you know he's like and huggy tells him about this mickey guy and he's like he's like you got a gun you got a shirt i could wear you know some clothes because he wants to go find this guy and he's like whoa you ain't going anywhere and he's like, I'm going somewhere, and basically forces his way out of there. Not forces his way, but basically gets out of there. Did he dress in, find in, Mickey. in Huggy Bear's clothes? No, it seemed like his clothes. I don't know. It was really weird. Hmm. So um, he finds the Mickey guy. And, or no, I'm sorry. We cut to the bar, and Mickey's like, this guy, he's not coming. Starcy's not coming. And um, then at just at that point, the, the goon guy goes to call on the phone, and Hutch walks in. And um, so he's like, whoa, <laughs> he's like, what's going on here? <laughs> and, um, you know, Mickey starts talking to Hutch and then we cut to Starsky finding Monk's car. And then he so he just pulls up there to watch it. Right. And three seconds later, he's out of the house, <laughs> getting into his car and he follows him. And um, my point was that for this guy. Being the second in command, he lives in kind of a dump. It was kind of an ugly house. <laughs> and so he's following him down the street, and, like, he takes this one turn. You know, the the guy, the goon guy takes this one turn, and Starsky goes to follow him. Then out of nowhere, this, like, um, like tractor, digger tractor thing comes around the corner, <laughs> like, just, like, blocks the road. Yeah. He's like, get out of there, you know? Like, just, I don't know. This is kind of funny. It's just so he could lose them. Yeah. And, um uh you know uh what happens then and then he basically does lose him and um that's when the guy gets a call saying that uh oh he gets sorry starsky then gets a call on his radio from the captain saying hey did you get my call about mickey i'm like well, why didn't you just do that before <laughs> yeah really so then he peels out to go over there and um at that point uh the goon comes and picks up Hutch and takes him out of there, and they drag him into an alley to to shoot him, um, basically. And uh, just when that's going to happen, so like they're walking out there, he gets away from that guy. The other goon guy comes driving through, like hauling ass down the alley towards Hutch. Hutch miraculously feels better, and he jumps up on this uh, fence to get out of the way. Starsky comes from the other side <laughs> and takes drives basically runs over the one goon <laughs> and then he opens up Why his door. The other guy's that? shooting at him. He opens up the door and he does this cool trick. So what he does is he slides out like he basically puts his head down like he's like you know what I mean like his feet up in the air and his head down and he goes Leans under the door. I'm like doing this as I'm talking. I am trying leans to, under I'm trying the to door. envision this all. Yeah, he leans under the door and shoots the guy under the door. You know what I mean? From under the door to his car. You know what I mean? No, I have no idea. And <laughs> it's hard <laughs> I, to explain. I, I, can, I cannot envision this. If you were here, you'd totally know what I was talking about. Because <laughs> I'd see you doing it. That's why. Yeah. yeah. And um, and takes the guy out and basically he goes over to Hutch. And like Hutch is still hanging up there. He's like, So are we gonna order luncheon or are you gonna come down from there or something? I don't know. It's a weird thing. Anyway, and that's the second to last scene. We can go back to you now. All right. So so where we're at, so you know, Starsky just told the guy, meet me at the old zoo, you know. Yeah. Telling the psycho killer to meet him at a zoo. 
like an abandoned zoo. So he, you know, he tells Hutch, he's like, this is how it has to be. You know, I can't tell you where we're going. He gets in the car, he takes off. So there were a couple of cops that came to the house with him, you know, to search it or whatever. So Hutch goes out. He's like, yeah, you know, you guys go in the house and keep it secure until you're relieved. And then he slides across the hood and gets in like a black and white police car and follows Starsky. Like, I think Starsky would probably catch on. You know, you know, I mean, he's a trained police officer. He would see a police car following him, but he didn't. Maybe he was so focused on, on you know, getting to the old zoo. So he goes to the zoo. Stars, or Hutch follows him. Um, so, so Starsky pulls in, gets out of the car, pulls out his gun, like cocks it, starts walking around. Then he puts his gun away. Then he walks around some more. Then he pulls his gun back out again and walks around some more. I'm like, what the hell is the point of all that? Why do you take the gun out, put it away? I, I'm not sure what was going on there. Um, but in the meantime, the, the bad guy, you see him, he's like hiding up in like a, the lion's den or something. Um, it was like a cool zoo, but there were no animals there. Um, yeah. And then, um, you know, the guy, he's got like his rifle or whatever. He's taking aim on Sarsky. And yeah, Hutch, meanwhile, you know, he like climbed this hill to take a shortcut to the zoo. And um, so he sees this happening and he yells, you know, Starsky, look out. And um, so the bullet hits the ground right at Starsky's feet. And there was like a two second delay. And then he does this like dramatic flip roll away from the shot. But it was like way too late. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then it brought me back to the beginning of the show where Hutch is really the athletic fit guy and Starsky's not. I'm like, that was yeah. – I mean, besides being super delayed, that was a really cool kind of role he did there. Um, yeah. So he's – I mean, clearly – I think back in the day – back in the, that – like the 70s and stuff, the people were doing a lot of diving and rolling more than they do now. <laughs> it was more common. You know what I'm it was a common thing. Yeah. Like, come on. Because when we were kids, we'd always pretend like we're them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like all the cops, like all the cop shows would like literally like dive on the ground and do like a somersault, then shoot somebody. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And that's you know, exactly what this was. Now. The shot hit the ground. He like realized it. Then he did like a flip roll, which <laughs> would have been easier just to walk away, <laughs> you know, but it was still, it was dramatic. Because uh, isn't there something in, like, in the police squad show where they do something like that, where they do, like, cartwheels and shoot somebody or something? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't remember that, but it probably – that's pretty funny. Um, and then I could so, see Leslie Nielsen doing that. Somehow the guy gets shot. I, I don't know if Starsky shot him, Hutch shot him. I don't know what happened. Um, I wasn't real interested in, like, rewinding to see who shot him. But somebody shot him. The old guy's on the ground. And, and he's still not letting up, though. He's like – you're a piece of shit, Starsky. Come on, kill me, you lame-ass bastard. You know, he's like just trying to taunt him and get under his skin. And so, you know, Starsky walks up to him and he like slowly raises his gun and he just he points it right at the guy and he blows him away. No, he didn't blow him away. He put the gun down and he's, <laughs> he's, he says, he's like, read him his rights. Like really, after all that like mental anguish, I think he would have. I think he probably would have. Uh, I at least shot him in the. I shoulder. told it my <laughs> way, right? <laughs> uh, 
in my way, he would have blown him away, but uh, he did. <laughs> He's like, read him his rights. And then, um, you know, so that, you know, that, that finishes things up for that guy. He's, he's done. Um, and then, so they're back at, at Hutch's place now at, you know, the, the jungle, yeah, the jungle. And there's now there's two girls there and, you know, mm. they each have a date, I guess. So it starts, he's like, look, you know, I made this drink. I want you to know that not everything you drink that's good for you has to be tastes like crap. Um, so here, you know, so he gives it to Hutch and, Hutch, you know, drinks down. He's like, "That's good." You know, I could, I could really start my day out with that every day. And the girl's like, "Yeah, you know, I taste some banana." And he's and starts. He's like, "Yeah, it's got some banana in there. It's got some uh, unrefined sugar. It's got a squeeze of lemon." Um, he's like, "Actually, it's a daiquiri." And you know, that was like the whole joke that they just drank no. the daiquiri. So. <laughs> And then, well, I think in the first one it had like liver extract. I don't know what the <laughs> hell it was, but it was like, <laughs> yeah, it looked gross. So that was it. So that that was the end of that, that one. That was the end All of right. the show. Yeah. All right. So then, mind, there's this one last scene. So what you we cut to here at the end is the mafia dude is coming out with uh, Janine. You know, he's like, "Come on, you can make me happy. Let's, you know, let's go. We're gonna go away somewhere." They're walking to the car, and just at that point. Starsky and Hutch come barreling up this winding driveway. So not really driving all that fast because it's very narrow. <laughs> but um, a lot of tire screeching. And they pull up and jump out and whip out their guns. And now the mob guy, who you would think would be used to this stuff, he waits until they get out of the car to go to pull out his gun. And by that time, it's too late. <laughs> I'm like, these guys... It took them 20 seconds to drive up your driveway. You could have already had your gun out. Who right. else do you think is going to drive up in this car? But shouldn't he have people for that anyway? Right, exactly. Well, they're no, they're dead, right? I don't know. We <laughs> well, exactly. I don't know. They had three guys. One guy's just missing. Um, so then, you know, Starsky takes him, puts him in the car, but never puts cuffs on him. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And they just throws him in the back seat, and they, like, walk away and leave him in there. By this time, you know, and they go, and then Hutch goes and talks to the girl. And, um, you know, they... He breaks the, up with her. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, the mob guy is like, working why out. don't you tell him what happened in Arizona? Why don't you, or Vegas? Why don't you tell him this? You know, basically, she's got a dark past because she was with this guy, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, they... <laughs> She says something along those lines, you know, we really can't be together. He's like, just stay here. Don't go anywhere. He's like, but we're not going to, you know, basically we're not going to Like, really? You couldn't have told me this, like, a a week ago. Right, (laughs) exactly. This whole situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, So uh, he said to stay here, and she says, no, she won't be there. Too much between them. And says she'll be back, but you know that they're not. I'm like, man, this got really sappy really quick. But... uh, and that's kind of how it ends there. It just goes into the, you know, theme music at that point. So, I mean, overall, this wasn't a bad episode. Don't get me wrong. Not at all. It was dark and gritty, and David Soul really was going for the Emmy. Yeah. Um, but uh, just, you know, it was, I, just, I, some I, of it just was not like <laughs> I just, a mob guy wouldn't go through all that. I mean, he would have to find her, yeah. But it, he, my guess is that she was staying at a property he owned because – where else is she going to go? Yeah. Right? And he would so, probably kill them both. So. Yeah, and he just would have killed them. <laughs> he wouldn't have but, yeah. gotten him hooked on drugs. Right, you know? right. But yeah, it's so. it's funny how there is 
similarities between the two, you know, with the yeah. visits to Huggy Yeah, definitely following the yeah. formula. Right. Yeah. I liked it. Well, the funny thing is, is like, so when I was looking for this episode, I, you know, the first time I started watching the one you did, then I'm like, well, let me try this one. Maybe this one is it. And it still wasn't it. And it was a different, it was another, that's why I was like, wait a minute. Because it was also started with a liquor store robbery. <laughs> like, what the hell? It's very common, you know. And, uh, but on this one, um, a guy steals a bunch of money and gets away. And um, some lady called the cops that happened to be like walking up on it. So, you know, she's giving her story and she wants a dime back because she called the cops. Like, what? <laughs> so they got to give her a dime. But wow. the guy, the guy that took the money didn't realize that that liquor store was a front for the mob. Like they basically like launder money through it. Yeah. So he had stolen like a bag of mob money. <laughs> He's like, oh shit, I'm fucked. And he goes to Huggy Bear with it. He's like, hey, dude, I didn't know. He's like, can you get this money back to them? And so he calls the mob dude because he knows exactly whose place it is. <laughs> He's like, hey, he didn't know it was yours. He's got all the money here. He'll give it back. And uh, That sounds like a pretty stopped, good story, actually. You know? Yeah, and then I stopped watching it because I'm like, well, this isn't the episode I wanted to yeah. see, so I didn't know what happened. But I'm going to guess is he died. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, yeah, I want to see that one now, though. So, yeah, those were the two episodes. And uh, remember, remember, we got that email a little while back from Monica about wanting us to do more Sk- Starsky and Hutch. And here she goes. She gets two for one. Here you go, Monica. Purpose. <laughs> Yeah, we we up so the hopefully you on hear this one. this one. And uh, I know these. I don't think either of these were episodes you had recommended, but I think all the ones that she recommended were a little further out, like in season two and stuff. Okay, um, we'll get to them. But we'll get uh, to them. yeah, yeah, yeah. I st- uh, we'll we'll keep the email. But yeah. uh, my guess is they're going to follow some of the same formula, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I yeah. just want more Hutch, or Starsky uh, sweater action. I don't know what happened to the sweater. And I, I just, I guess I didn't realize how dark this show really is, you know? Yeah, it was, yeah. I think cop shows back then were a little darker than they are and, now. And you know, like I remember Not that they you, don't get dark now sometimes. Yeah, but. yeah. And, and I, honestly, I don't watch any kind of modern cop shows. But remember when Hill Street Blues came out? I was like, yeah. that is a dark show. I, I never mean, really watched for that the one. time. Oh, that was fabulous. But yeah, no, I know it's good, but yeah, yeah. All right, well, I think that's it then. I think we, you know, yeah, we Starsky and Hutch this one to death. Yeah, uh, we double doubled up on it, and uh, I think it worked out okay. So yeah, are we gonna have to start calling ourselves Starsky and Hutch? Who gets to be Hutch and who gets to be Starsky? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd rather be Starsky or Hutch. I don't know. Yeah, they're both. Yeah, they both have their they have their qualities. You know. Yeah. Although, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think I'd rather be Starsky though. He, I don't know. I just, I like his. He uh, seems more fun, laid back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so worried about what he eats. Yeah, <laughs> more like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, let's see. You can find us on the iTunes and the so what iTunes. else? So let's see. I, the iTunes. <laughs> Uh, we're also on Spotify, so if you use that, any podcast you can find right? us on. Anything. You can find us anywhere. Yeah, I think Alexa, you can find us somehow. I yeah. don't know how that works. I think I you just say, Alexa, play the podcast. I used to watch this. That Is that you, how you guys that do? You do it? Yeah, I don't know how that works, and but then, maybe that's how it does. Yeah, and so I, got, I used to watch this.com, iutwt.com. <laughs> 
something like that. Uh, I used to watch this with a two in the middle for uh, Twitter. I used to watch this. Uh, I used to watch this all spelled out on Instagram, Facebook.com. There's almost no way you can't find us. Yes. Yes. And obviously you found us in some way because you're listening right now. Right? Point taken. Yeah. So anyway. Um yeah, so if you have any other suggestions, hit us up. Again, any new shows that we have not done in our repertoire already will have to be from 1984 this year. Right. That's um, our theme. But any, but, any, but any shows that you've seen that we've already talked about, if you have any re- episode suggestions, feel free to hit us up. Yep. Take a look, take a look at um, you know, our, our previous... Our archive. Our archive of, of episodes. 40 other episodes, I think. Choose, yeah. choose something from there or something from 84, and we'll... Uh, yeah. Be happy to do it. Well, yeah, eventually. Maybe not right away, but eventually. Right. And um, yeah, anything else you got, Mike? That's it. That's it for me. All right. So for this episode, uh, I am Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks. Thanks.